Welcome to Weather Chance, a world audience and almost daily podcast about anything and everything weather and science and earth science, and sometimes off-topic material that the creator and host finds interesting. I am the creator and host, Andre Bernier. I'm a meteorologist on staff with WJW Television in Cleveland, Ohio. And in just a moment, we'll get to today's material, and I pray that you will enjoy your time here and to help spread the word about Weather Jazz, now available on most mobile podcast apps, as well as on the website, weatherjazz.com. This episode is being produced via the production tools on our host's server, anchor.fm. And if you've ever thought of starting a podcast, take a look at anchor.fm. They make it easy, and best of all, it's free, just like this podcast, Weather Jazz. Well, hi, everybody. It's Tuesday, February the 12th, 2019, one day closer to Valentine's Day. We'll have a special Valentine's Day outlook for everybody in the entire United States, regardless of where you live, coming up uh, tomorrow. So make sure that uh, you keep that in mind. In fact, one easy way to make sure you get that episode is in your podcast app on your smartphone or smart tablet. Make sure that you uh, subscribe to Weather Jazz, one word, and you'll automatically get the download just as soon as it's ready tomorrow. And we've got lots of fun things planned for the entire week, so make sure you stay tuned. We'll have the very, very latest. Uh, well, uh, we are certainly uh, seeing some very active weather. We mentioned yesterday in our podcast entitled Snowless in Seattle, not. Uh, that uh, they continue to see snow in Seattle. Uh, Yesterday, they were beginning to inch closer and closer up the ladder, so to speak, for the snowiest month on record. Don't think they'll get to number one. Uh, They're way up there in the 50-plus inch range. Uh, But right now, uh, Seattle has 20.2 inches total for the month. They had 6.1 inches yesterday, Monday, so that brought the total to 20.2 inches. And so that makes it the seventh snowiest month ever in Seattle's history. Uh, Since uh, records have uh, been being kept, that's 1891. And it's entirely possible that in the next uh, couple of weeks, if they see another round of snow, that they could uh, take a run at sixth, fifth, or even fourth place for the snowiest month on record. Don't think they'll even approach positions one, two, or three, uh, but uh, certainly if this keeps up, uh, positions number six, five, and four are in jeopardy of being knocked out and replaced by 2019. Uh, I also want to mention that in addition to the 20.2 inch total at uh, the Seattle-Tacoma Airport, There's a place called uh, Snoqualmie Pass, which is one of the high mountain passes just to the east of Seattle. Obviously, uh, because uh, the mountain range act like a hand squeezing a wet sponge, in this case a uh, a frozen sponge, uh, Snoqualmie Pass has a tendency to get a lot of snow. Well, in this particular case, you can just imagine if if, um, Seattle picked up 6.1 inches of snow, how much snow Snoqualmie Pass has picked up? And the answer is 48 inches. That's four feet of snow in the last 36 hours. That is over an inch an hour 
for over 36 hours. And as a result of that, Interstate 90 over Snoqualmie Pass is closed. Not even cars and trucks that have uh, chains, because there are some places that have chain requirements uh, in in the winter months, as uh, this place does. But in this particular case, they've had so much snow, they can't clear it out uh, very quickly. So I-90 closed over Snoqualmie Pass just to the east of uh, Seattle, Washington. Well, we have a brand new satellite uh, up in orbit. Actually, it's been sitting there for a while in non-operational mode. It's called GOES-17. If you remember uh, back about a year, year and a half ago, GOES-16 was launched, and uh, that went operational about a year ago. Fabulous high-resolution satellite imagery, And it does much more than that. It actually watches for lightning, uh, and it's just amazing. It boggles my mind what kinds of instruments are on these satellites now that were really inconceivable even 10 or 20 years ago. And so GOES-17 is in this new generation of satellites. Uh, It uh, replaces the West Coast one. It just went operational, and the images are truly spectacular. Head to weatherjazz.com. I will post one of the full disk images that came out today. And uh, you're going to see it on the website. But if you click on the image, it'll open up in a new browser the actual size, the full size of uh, the image. It's just uh, absolutely amazing. Now, one of the things that GOES-17 captured in the last couple of days has been a very unusual low-pressure system or almost a mini polar vortex, if you will, break off from the Gulf of Alaska and head south toward Hawaii. And it actually uh, pushed into Hawaii from the north. And because it was a cold pool and a deep cold pool at that, it caused snow in the higher elevations. Now, that's not so unusual for the highest elevations uh, in the wintertime in Hawaii, Mauna Kea very good example, way over 10,000 feet. And so they routinely see some snow in the winter months, but that's way up in in altitude. But in this particular case, this uh, little polar vortex, uh, mini polar vortex, if you will, slid down across Hawaii and was able to pull the freezing level down to 6,000 feet. And there was actually accumulating snow yesterday at 6,500 feet. And that is the lowest elevation in recorded Hawaii history that they've ever seen snow uh, pushed down. And a little bit of interesting trivia for you, uh, and that uh, fell right in line with the launch of or the uh, the operational uh, value of GO-17. In other words, it just became operational, fully operational, ready for the public, so to speak. And it was on the day that uh, this thing dropped down. So uh, there you have it, a little bit of uh, historical weather data and history being Uh, literally formed right before our very eyes in Hawaii with the snow levels going down to 6,000 
500 feet accumulating snow yesterday. That system long gone already off to the northeast. I showed it uh, tonight on Fox 8 News at uh, 5 o'clock. And uh, we'll actually start bringing some moisture to the west coast. We'll have to see how much of it gets pulled northward into Seattle. And we'll see if any of that gets uh, translated to more snow. Well, that just about wraps up this edition of Weather Jazz Tonight. A reminder, again, tomorrow night, Wednesday night, I will issue a St. Valentine's Day forecast. We'll look at the whole country. Uh, For all those lovers that want quiet weather, looks like we will apply here in Northeast Ohio. But obviously, that's not the case everywhere. We'll look across the whole country for those of you listening across the whole country and have that uh, coming to you sometime in the evening hours. Have a great night. We'll catch you on the next go-around. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this podcast today. And if you're listening via a mobile podcast app such as Breaker, Overcast, Google Podcast, or iTunes, among the many that are out there, remember to subscribe to Weather Jazz so that you'll automatically download the new episodes as I am able to upload them. And please take a moment to offer a review, and every single one of those reviews helps to get the word out. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a program idea, I look forward to hearing from you. The best and the fastest method is via email. My email address is simply weatherjazz at yahoo.com. Weatherjazz and weatherjazz.com is copyrighted, and the Weatherjazz signature is a registered trademark, all rights reserved. I look forward to being with you soon with a brand new episode right here on Weather Jazz.